Hey everybody, this is Paul from PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad. Just as a little bit of an interesting little beginning of this podcast, um, when Kat did the intro, there was a little bit of a, how should how we say, a bit of a stumble, a little bit of a false false start, if you will. So at the end of this podcast, you'll actually see, you'll actually hear a bit of an interesting little outtake of our, because it actually started with a um, a bit of a, a misstep on her introduction, which led to me having a bit of a giggle fit. So that's the reason that uh, I sort of like in, came into the introduction of the show Giggling Away. So there's a little bit of an outro at the end of this podcast. And also for anyone that's interested, I will put a link in the show notes to Physicist Meltdown um, from the Big Bang Theory. So you click on that, it'll take you straight through to YouTube and you can watch Physicist Meltdown. That being said, I will let you just listen to the rest of the podcast. So, on with PMS. Okay, in Avatar, when they have sex on Pandora, they hook up their ponytails. So we know their ponytails are like that junk. Yeah, so? So, when they ride horses and fly on the birds, they also use their ponytails. What's your point? My point is, if I were a horse or a bird, I'd be very nervous around James Cameron. <laughs> It amazes me how you constantly obsess over fictional details when there are more important things in the real world to worry about. For example, why wasn't William Shatner in the new Star Trek movie? Hey, Sheldon. I was up in the administration office and I happened to overhear the name of the winner of this year's Chancellor's Award for Science. And you want to rub my nose in the fact that my contributions are being overlooked again? I am the William Shatner of theoretical physics. <laughs> I'll play. What self-important preening fraud are they honoring this year? Oh, I'm so glad you asked it like that. You. <laughs> I won? You won. I won. This is astonishing. Not that I won the award. No one deserves it more. Actually, I guess I misspoke. It's not astonishing. It's more like inevitable. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do first. Maybe I should call my mother. Wait, I know. I'm going to conduct an interview with myself and post it online. <laughs> well, good for him. Yeah. The one thing the William Shatner of theoretical physics needed was an ego boost. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started. Wait, the Earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool me and developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery. It all started with a big bang. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. And we are your hosts, Big Bang Theory super fans, married couple Kat. And apparently I'm doing this one by myself because Paul is laughing because this is the second time I had to do the intro because I screwed it up the first time. Sorry, it's me here, Paul. Yeah, I think I'd be better off doing this show by myself. <laughs> anyway, th today we're doing season three, episode 18, The Pants Alternative. And I have to admit, this is one of the more favorite episodes because it just absolutely cracks me up i think i'm crying <laughs> now are you going to be able to go forward here hun yes i can go forward yes this is me i am here we <laughs> okay come on let's get on with it all right calm down i am i am psyching myself uh -huh. now before we get psychoing yourself psyching myself whatever it is we before we get started we have to do a bit of a special announcement oh we do yes as of right now of this recording 
we have hit 1,002 downloads of our awesome podcast. Oh, my goodness. People like us. They really, really like us. They do. And we're not even paying these people to come and like <laughs> us. So it's even better. <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah. So last night I went to bed and it had 998. And I'm like, seriously, 998. Eight and a half hours later, I woke up to 1,002 downloads. Oh, so that's so exciting. Everyone that's so joining, glad. And everyone that's joining us, thank you so very, very much for coming to visit us every single week here at PMS, Perpetual Motion Squad. We are really humbled and thrilled that you guys are coming back week after week, and you guys really like to hear what we're talking about. Absolutely. And we are now officially on Apple Podcasts. Yes. So if you follow us there, please give us a like and a review because that helps us get higher in the ratings so that more people can join the conversation. Now, just so you know, today is we are doing this on the 30th of July. The 31st, 2023. Yep. The 31st of July is the very final day that Stitcher is going to be up and running. Oh. So if you have not decided who you're going to swap, uh, swatch over to, uh, or switch over to, to listen to us, you need to figure it out because tomorrow Stitcher closes. Because tomorrow is your last day to listen to us on yes. Stitcher. Yes. The 31st of August is when Stitcher officially closes their um, website and closes all podcasts and things like that. So we are going to get switched uh, switched over immediately to Pandora. So anyone that is listening to Pandora has Pandora and doesn't listen to it very often. That's where we'll be for you guys, unless you're going to go to Spotify or to Apple, Apple. Podcasts or, or something like that. So that's what's happening uh, tomorrow. Now, we had um, a couple of questions last week and the week before. Um, now, I do not know wh who Wednesday is because Wednesday keeps changing her name. <laughs> All we're going to say is Wednesday is our super fan, and until I till I find out exactly what her name really is, I'm going to call her Wednesday. Wednesday. Regardless of of how many times she changes her, she thing. changes her name almost hourly. So and we're he still to... figures it out. So so I know that it is Wednesday that's answering these questions now. On episode 15, the Large Hadron Collision, I put, "Have you ever travelled overseas? If not, have you travelled anywhere fun?" Nobody answered that question. Aww. The you week think with with like a thousand people listening to us or more that somebody would answer? Yeah, I know. Now, episode sixteen, the Excelsior acquisition. I put, <laughs> have you ever read a comic book? And even though Wednesday changed her name, and I know it's Wednesday, <laughs> she put, I love comic books. She didn't say which comic book she um, has read, but she does love comic books. Now, last week, I don't think I've ever read a comic book. Really? Yeah. You're such a geek. I don't know why he wouldn't. I know. God. Now, last week's was um, the something fragmentation. The you're trying to get me to remember a week ago. Was seriously the precious? Oh, the precious. Yes. Precious. I said, have you seen any or all of the Lord of the Rings movies? And Wednesday came back and said, I've seen The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, including The Two Towers, Part 1 and Part 2. Wow, that is that is definitely... Um, <laughs> that's a that, commitment. That's a commitment because I have not seen any of those movies. So, but yes. Which is your loss, man. Apparently it is. But yes, so I am very... We are very, very humbled and thrilled about the fact that as of right now, we are sitting at 1,000... Oh, wow. Hang on. While we're sitting here, we had it updated again. 
1,003 downloads. Okay, and, and we are grateful for every single listener. Absolutely. So thank you very much, everyone, for coming to visit us. And if you are joining us, uh, enjoying us, then please make sure to tell your friends so they can join the conversation too. And where can they contact us? Perpetual Motion Squad 00, that is the number 00 at gmail.com. Okay, now let's get into it. Okay, so we are doing season three, episode eighteen, and that is the pants alternative. What do we, what I you, love this episode? You like this episode? <laughs> I, I, I think just find it funny. It's a good episode. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite ones, but it's it's certainly a good one. It's not um, one of the strongest ones, but it no, does make me laugh. No, no, it um it and once again, you know, we we haven't really heard about Bernadette. Bernadette didn't come into playing this now i don't know is it that howard is still dating bernadette at this, at this stage i'm guessing yeah i think yeah they so are they're just not, well, they're just yeah, not making just a not, big deal of it yeah yeah so the movie so the movie the episode opens up where raj is going on about ponytails found on aliens in the james cameron film uh, avatar and it's and it is true you know as he says you know that that if you've got a, a ponytail basically a lot of things should be very very well, worried well basically he's saying and he's right that when they have sex they join their ponytails yeah. but when they go to use the um flying horses kind of thing yeah the horses and, or the and flying whatnot things. Or, yeah. or the birds they yeah. use their ponytail to connect to them as well and and so it's like basically they're junk, as he put it. <laughs> and Sheldon's like, what's your point? And he's like, well, if if I were a bird or a horse, I'd be really afraid around James Cameron. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah, it you really know, is. he's not wrong. But I like how um, Sheldon comes back with, you know, I, it's amazing that you guys just think about things that are not very important. Like These fantasy things when there are things in the real world that are far more important. Like why William Shatner isn't in the new Star Trek. Exactly. I always <laughs> thought about that myself. Yeah. But of course, we see that Leonard comes in and tells everyone that he knows who's won the Chancellor's Award for Science. And of course, you know, Sheldon's like, you know, okay, she, he wonders what self-important preening fraud the committee is honoring this year. And Leonard's which, like, oh, I'm so glad you put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you, yeah, it, you. And he goes, me? And he goes, yeah, you won. And he goes, oh, well, nobody deserves it more than me. And he does go along with, you know, what should I do first? Should I maybe I should go and t call call my mother first? And then he comes with the idea of conducting an interview with himself and posting it online. So I was like, hey, of course, Sheldon course would, would do that. He would run off and do something like that. So we now see the boys are in the um in Leonard and Sheldon's apartment, and they've got three D glasses on. <laughs> everyone except Raj, because Raj did not. Well, want if you don't want a Slurpee at Seven Eleven, you don't get glasses. Yeah. So he said, and I like it how the boys are sitting there, and you know, you see, uh, and they're watching obviously the three D thing, and it's something's coming towards the screen. It's, a, all... it's a spear, so we assume yeah. they're watching Avatar. And they duck out the way, and they go. Whoa, and Howard goes, Did you see that spear coming directly at us? And then Raj goes, No. no. <laughs> now, I would like to point out yeah. that these are called anaglyph 3D glasses, mm -hmm. and they are all, every single one of them, wearing them inside out. The they glasses are? are designed to be used with the red filter over the left eye and the cyan over the right, and the character, and, and all of the, all three of them have them the other way around. Oh really? Yep. Okay, because these are the I know the the there are kids out there now listening to us going, 
What do you mean red and blue glasses? Okay, let's do a little bit of a, a going back in time. Yeah, because these days, if you go to a 3D movie, they give you the glasses, but they're like sunglasses. Yeah. So you can't mess, you can't turn them inside out. And so they, they used to be cardboard with the colors in the eye, so, yeah, in the, the eye. Red and the view. blue. Yeah. In the and windows. You, and they were at best okay, at yeah. worst okay. Yeah, they were just not very good. No, I I had a friend of mine who you know she was. I need to go and buy a three D TV. So she went and bought a four and a half thousand dollar, you know, three D TV, and she she had to, um, like basically charge up the glasses like you would do for a, say an Xbox controller. You'd charge up the thing, and then you'd be you'd be able to watch the movie. They only released a handful of movies, but yeah, it was actually pretty effective. But for yeah, but there's like hardly any DVDs in three D. Three D, exactly. Yeah. So it's I'm not, not about to it. go and no, I wouldn't go and do that. But I mean, she was dumb enough to go and do that. But well, yeah, but back back in the early days when 3D first came out, yeah, that was pretty, pretty, <laughs> uh, yeah, very yeah. rudimentary as far as that goes. But it was still cool. Yeah, oh, it it was. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, when we would would see that, we're like, oh my god, that is so cool. But yeah, now it's like, yeah, it's it's way it's yeah. gone way far and more advanced. So Sheldon gets a call and he's like, "Okay, can anyone can you put the the movie on on mute, please? Because obviously there's going to be another congratulatory co- uh, phone call coming in." And as he gets into the phone call, he hands his glasses to Raj, which makes him very happy. Oh yeah, because he suddenly starts watching the movie. Because now they're watching the movie on mute. Yeah, um, but he gets a call from Chancellor Morton, who who expects him to make a speech at the banquet. And of course, Sheldon has spoken in front of small groups before, but to any group large enough to trample Sheldon to death or trample Sheldon scares him to death. And he goes, which is 36 adults or 70 children. (laughs) So I like it how Penny comes in and she says, she's talking to him about the fact that, you know, well, she was once very scared. However, the world, you know, because she said, oh, I had to, I had to make a speech. Well, Um, I, I got a very great honor when I was in high school. This was a good honor. It, you know, and this is the thing is this was like a legit comparison to what yeah. he was going through. Yeah. And he and, and she's like, you know, I I had this great honor, but I did have to make a speech. And you know what? I found a way to do it. And the world looked pretty darn good from the from the back of a Ford F-150 as part of the what was it? The other oh, the, the, the corn bread, corn huskers court. Yeah. The, horn, the, the corn huskers queen's court. That's right. It was part of the. It looks even on the on a haystack in the back of a Ford F fifty as part of the Corn Queen's Court. Court, yeah. And I like, and that's really good because that's something that you know a lot, not a lot of people actually get a chance to do. Yeah. So, and then Sheldon's like, oh well, I'll remember that if I ever get the what was it the oh the 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 hillbilly um of science award. Yeah, and it was just like like, that was really uncalled. That's really rude. Yeah. Um. So, of course, you know, Leonard thinks that Sheldon's being ridiculous and Sheldon tells him that at his valedictorian of his college at age 14, his heart started to pound oh, in his chest. No, before that, we got one more dig in at Penny where I was graduating summa cum laude. Summa, summa cum laude means with highest honors. And she's like, yeah, I like how you miss over the point that nobody asked. Yeah, exactly. But he needs to point it out. You know? Yeah, he but has then to again, that's, that's make Sheldon everybody else feel bad so he can feel superior. Yeah. But that's, it shows that's you how insecure he is. Yeah. Um, but he's saying that when he was uh, valedictorian of his college at age 14, um, his heart started pounding in his chest, his vision became blurry, and he fainted, which he actually did end up by fainting behind them. And of course, you know, Penny and Leonard run over to help him out, and you just hear him say, don't trample me. I know. 
Because now we see that Sheldon's walking up to his apartment, uh, I guess, the following day. And talking he's, to his mother. He's talking to his mother and he says, you know, you know, you, you know, I can't, um, you know, speak in public, mother. And he goes, no, way no I can't I, accept the award. Yeah. And no, I don't think that that um, praying's going to help. Praying's going to help. And he goes, no, mother, I have not heard Jesus takes the wheel, which and I no, have. You do not need to start singing. <laughs> no. And he goes, yes, mother, I'll buy it on the iTunes. <laughs> which we both looked at each other because we we remember and I remember very distinctly that Kat's mother used to say have you put it on the iPad so that yeah, whenever I would send my mom pictures in messenger she would always just ask if I put it on the iPad <laughs> and it was really just cool. always so adorable when she did that so um as Sheldon walks in the entire gang decides to team up to help Sheldon. And he basically and, walks in and, and they're all sitting there staring at him. And he's like, it's almost like an intervention. Isn't I it? was just going to say it looked yeah. like an intervention. He's like, hello, am I in trouble? <laughs> Did my mother call you? <laughs> <laughs> and he, and of course this is where um, they, they basically get him to sit down and say that they'll become his X-Men to Sheldon's professor Xavier. And Penny will help him by maybe buying a new suit to give him more confidence. And Leonard will try to analyze his fears uh, you know, to make sure that he's okay with getting up there. And he goes, well, why would you think that you are in any way capable of analyzing my brain? And he goes, well, thanks to my mother's psychiatric training and basically his long time in therapy. Because and he's like, I've been in therapy since I was eight or, you know, because five. my mother you know, I've, I've accused him of breastfeeding codependently. Codependently, yeah. God, um, and I love how Raj whispers to Howard some Indian meditation crap, as Howard puts it. And he goes, okay. And he looks at Howard and he goes, and what are you going to do to help me? And, and Howard goes, well, I have the ability to pretend that I give a damn about your piddly tiny problems. And that's 24-7, bud. And I appreciate the pretense. <laughs> and so I love how Penny goes, so what about it, Sheldon? Are we your X-Men? And he goes, no. X is the the is the is um, last name of Professor Xavier. You will be... My seamen. <laughs> I love that how it goes, oh, that's not a good name. <laughs> now, it's also wrong. Is uh, No, Cooper. Yes. No, it's wrong. Okay. Sheldon claims the X-Men were named after Professor Xavier because of the X in his name. Yeah. But the group was actually named X-Men because they had mutations. In X-Men comic number one, Xavier says they possess an extra power, which one, which ordinary humans do not. That is why I call my students X-Men for the extra power. Though technically a character mistake, it could also be considered deliberate on the part of the writers, which I think it was, yeah. to set up Sheldon's seamen punchline. Yeah, I would say that would be, uh, yeah, looking at it, yeah, I'd understand that one. But remember that each person was trying to bring an ability to help Sheldon. So, right, but I'm just saying yeah. Sheldon was wrong when he said it, they were named for the ex and Professor ex Xavier. Xavier's, yeah. Yeah, well, that is, yeah, that would be from the writer's perspective. Yeah. So in Sheldon's living room, this is the, the, the following night, we see that Roger's going to conduct a meditation exercise to help him overcome his fears. And Sheldon has to find a place of peace. And he goes, well, I've, I've made a thing in Sim City called Sheldonopolis. And he goes, okay. And he, he, he says, okay, so where are you in Sheldonopolis? He goes, well, I'm in Sheldon Square. And he goes, okay. And he goes, uh, but I'm, I'm a little bit chilly. So I'm going to go to pop down to Shell Mart in Sheldon Square 
to get 15% discount on a sweater. And he goes and Raj is like, I- you own the place. Just take one. And he goes, I didn't turn a profit last year by just taking merchandise willy-nilly off the off the racks. And he goes, okay, all right, okay. You've got a sweater. And he goes, hang on. I've got a button it. And he it's goes, a cardigan. Okay. I have it's to. It's a cardigan. Got a button. So he's sitting there and goes, okay. Then he's all right. He's like, now, okay, you're at Sheldon Square. Everything's fine. And as we're to- as Sheldon's talking, he goes, oh my god. And he's like, what? And he goes, there is a Godzilla heading towards the city. And he goes, people of Sheldonopolis, this, this is, is your mayor. <laughs> Evacuate. Run. If the children can't run with you, just leave them. Yeah, I know. And is such a dick sometimes. He is. And, of course, as this whole thing is going on, we hear the front door close and Raj has decided he just, he's bugged out of the whole well, situation. There's, there's no reason going forward because no. Sheldon's not taking it seriously. And I love how Sheldon comes back with, yeah, just as I thought, meditation is purely hokum. Yeah. And it's, yeah, Sheldon, Sheldon is not a good guy in this episode. So up next, we have Penny and Penny is off to buy him a suit. Yes. Now, the suits that she picked uh, was absolutely beautiful. It was gorgeous. And as he says, that's a lot of money for one color. And she goes, okay, well, why don't you just choose something that you find appealing? So the first one that he comes out with, it's like he's wearing a tablecloth with a, what was the shirt? What was the, the, um, it was a red tie. Okay. It was a, a dark blue and white, blue and cream plaid suit, which was just, migraine inducing i mean seriously with if you a, lay him down he's, a, he's a, a light blue and white striped shirt yep and a red black and white tie it was tie. hideous yeah and all of the patterns cl- clashed all the colors clashed it was hideous but he says he looks pretty sharp and she's uh, like no well sheldon has no sense so the next one he goes oh wow I, I had one of these outfits when I was a kid, and he comes out looking like a country singer. Now, okay. In the 70s. It, in the 70s. Now, if he transferred back into the 70s as a country singer, absolutely wonderful. Well, I find it interesting that he liked that because it really made him look like he was from Texas. Yeah. And, and he, he really he tries had... to get as far away from that as possible. Yeah. And he which I can he... totally relate to. Yeah. And he said he, he had one when he was growing up. So okay. yeah, I don't like being associated with where I grew up either. So this is where Penny goes and he she looks at him and he just turns around and walks back and he goes, well, this one, I think this is the one. And he walks out and he has gone into the prom section and he's got an all white tailed suit. Tuxedo. And, tuxedo. And she's like, where the hell did you get that? And he goes, I got it from prom the prom area. And she, she's like, no. Yeah. The final one that he comes out with is just one. The, the original color that she found was Yeah, black. she's like, could you please just try this one on? And it looks spectacular. It's stunning. Now, I'd like to point out. But, of course, he got... walks out saying he looks like a clown. It's like, really? Yeah, but, no, he looked absolutely stunning. Yeah. So handsome. But Sheldon balked at the suit that Penny picks out because it's only one color. But yet two of the three other suits he picks himself Thank are effectively you. monochromatic as well. They are just a plain white. Yeah. And the country one, but then again, it had like tails, yeah, had ta- had tassels just, on the arm yeah. and stuff. But yeah, it was just all one color. But yeah, it was like, oh my god! So no, but the one that she picked for him, the black one, was just outstanding, beautiful. So up next is Leonard, who has a notepad out and he's asking questions. 
He at least tries to interpret Sheldon's dreams, discusses the standard ink block test and the L- the Adler's inferiority complex. Because Leonard thinks that Sheldon might subconsciously think that he doesn't deserve the award. And of course, this is where Leonard then regales him a story about the fact that he was part of it. He was doing a science project. It was project. a science project for school. Yeah. And his was, do lima beans grow better when exposed to classical music? Opposed to Georgie's, which was the no, his brother, no, uh, his brothers. Georgie is, is Sheldon's. Oh, brother. It, sorry, his brothers. That's yeah. Sorry. So as opposed to his brothers, which was do lima beans grow worse when exposed to rock music? Yeah. And we also come to find out that his mother informs him of this and guilt him into giving the 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 award back in front of everyone at the award ceremony. Yes. Have I said recently how much I loathe and despise this woman? I know. You really do. She is so cruel to him for no reason. We've got some episodes coming up of her. She's coming. I know. Um, So, unfortunately, the session... I I want to award Beverly Hofstadter one of the worst mother ever awards. Yes. I think the the woman in Flowers in the Attic probably is a close second. I don't know. I mean, I know that there are some really bad moms out there who do horrible, horrible things to their kids, but I just want to think Beverly Hofstetter, number one, Joan Crawford, number two, because the psychological whippings and beatings that she gave her child for no reason, um, it just it, it it's just as bad, if not worse, in some ways than physical abuse. Yeah. Now we have a lot of older listeners on the podcast as well. There's an we've got age groups ranging from you know very young to to um, older people. Anyone that remembers Joan Crawford in the movie Mommy Dearest, who you know the wire hanger scene, the, yeah, um, or just making her this this the poor children, both her and her brother, just. You know, if you if you've never seen that movie, Mommy Dearest, please go and look at it. And because it is an amazing movie. Yeah. Um, Faye Dunaway, I think that was the one. That, yeah. Faye Dunaway was brilliant. She was brilliant in it as Joan Crawford. But it will show you just how bad some parents can be. But she was absolutely horrendous. So Beverly, Beverly Hofstetter is just yeah. evil. But unfortunately, the session then dissolves into Sheldon discussing how Leonard is still angry at his mother, reducing Leonard to tears. And of course, Sheldon fears feels cured because he says, "If someone like Leonard can crawl if out of bed, someone as broken morning, as you can find the will to get up and go to work every day, then, then I, I can, can then I can face one silly little award ceremony." Exactly, and I love it how he, how he walks off, and she, and of course, Leonard's like, "Is that it? I thought we had an entire hour." It's <laughs> like, oh. so now we have know, arri- now we've arrived. We are at the banquet of his award ceremony. And Leonard gets to introduce Sheldon, but first reads a letter that his mother sent him. And I love well, it. Isn't how... that nice? His mother sent a letter. Yeah. And he says, uh, dear Shelley, that's what he call that's what she calls Sheldon. Shelley. It's a pet name for him. Do you know what my mother calls me as my pet name? Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sheldon is getting nervous. So he says, he's, he's sitting there going, look, I, I, I can't do this. And of course, I lo- love Raj. And Raj is drinking wine at this stage. So he's able to speak to women. And he sits there and he goes, it's okay, Sheldon. You're surrounded by your semen. And he goes, no, no, no I can't do this. I feel sick. I'm going to pass out. And Penny goes, here, try this. And, she, and he goes, wine? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, I don't drink wine. She goes, okay, like, okay pass, pass, out, pass out. And she go, and he goes, Okay, so he gives. Because she's he, like, it'll calm you down. It'll calm you down. So he, he 
he chugs the glass of wine. It's only a half a glass of wine. And, and he's like, this is defective. I don't feel any different. And, she goes, and then she yeah. grabs Howard's and she's like, here, try this one. Yeah. So I'm surprised Bernadette wasn't at the dinner banquet with them. I know this is re- this interesting. I don't know. Maybe maybe Melissa Roush wasn't available for the episode or something. Yeah, possibly. Or they just didn't want to pay her for that one. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Sheldon is, of course, you know, Sheldon is now ready and feeling no pain. And uh, and then we see that Leonard has now gone from introducing Sheldon to digressing back to the lima bean story about what happened with him and his mother. And then you hear Sheldon very drunk. I'm ready. <laughs> and she and he goes, okay, without further ado, Sheldon Cooper. And he jumps up and he goes, okay, thanks, Shorty. I'll take it from here. And he starts. Well, yeah, telling- and actually, and this is a really good point, actually, that I know was meant as a laugh line, but it's actually legit, I think, because he says my experiment was about nurture and um, my brother's was about I forget what he called it, but basically about anti nurture. Yeah. And I'd like to point out that my brother, whom his mother adores and can uh, can walk on water, is eight inches taller than he is. Yeah. Yeah. And that I is- and, and, you know, there might actually be something to that. Yeah. But well, yeah, know, because it- he was so constantly berated and, and embarrassed and put down by his mother. It's no wonder that he honestly didn't, you know. Yeah, it's so really now. So now Sheldon is up at the podium and starts telling jokes. And then he gets decides that he wants to get serious and questions why the scientists are gathered in his words to study the universe. And because he breaks into the element song by Tom Leary, which is really interesting. And well, as he's singing along, he's like, just the Asians. And well, you see, I'd like that, to, okay, yeah. so. The it is called the Elements by Tom Lehrer and Sir Arthur Sullivan. It's a recitation of the elements that were known um, in 1959. I think there was 102 of them mm. sung to the tune. If you don't know this, the uh, the Major General song, the I am the model of a modern Major General. I remember from, that song. From yeah, the Pirates of Penzance. It's on Lehrer's album, Songs and More Songs by Tom Lehrer. And as Sheldon was singing the element song, he encourages the audience to sing along, especially for the Asians to sing. And there's an Asian woman that you can see uh, uh, behind Penny's shoulder um, singing along and getting a kick out of it when he calls out for the Asians to do it. But whereas she had previously not been doing it. Yeah. And I like how Penny just has that look on her face like, oh, my God, what did he just say? But I know. But she was really the, the Asian lady was really getting into it. So that well, who the, wouldn't? I mean, I know. That's great. <laughs> so the following morning, Sheldon comes out of his bedroom. Oh, this is and he, and, he, and he's still wearing his suit with his tie askew and the uh, top one or two buttons on his shirt undone, his and, socks, and no and pants. No pants, and he is still suffering a hangover. And he says to, <laughs> of course, Penny and Leonard are having their morning coffee, and he asks, he asks, he walks in, and he goes, um, Penny. Leonard, um, could you I'll, answer could some, you questions some questions for me for about me? last night? And he, they're like, sure. And he goes, firstly, where, where are my pants? <laughs> and of course, I love it how how Leonard goes. Uh, you might want to check back YouTube. to YouTube. And he goes, what do I what do I search? And he goes, it's already loaded. Just press play. Yep, I and love that. it's already under YouTube under physicist melts down. And he starts talking about the higher dimensions where he could take off his pants over his head 
And just when Sheldon thinks he can't get any more humiliating, he continues. He's like, he, I'll give it a minute. Yeah. And he goes, oh, dear God, no. This can't get any worse. And he goes, and of course, Leonard goes, give it a moment. And he goes, and you see Sheldon sitting there after he's taken his pants off. And he goes, and now for your astronomers in the audience, get ready to see the dark side of the moon. And then we oh hear. Oh, my God. And then we hear. And here's Uranus, Im- implying that he has mooned the audience. Sheldon is in shock, and Penny, are, Penny and Leonard are absolutely laughing their ass off. The screen goes black, and that is the end of season of episode eighteen, season three, episode, episode eight. eighteen, the pants alternative. Now, I would like to point out that if you're really yeah. paying attention yeah. when they're watching the video of Sheldon's pants disaster, pe- uh, Penny can be seen looking toward the audience or the director. Oh, really? That's yep. not the first time that Kaylee's done that. No, I've, she's done I've that quite a few times, actually. numerous times that she's looked off camera. And even better, that clip is is online under Physicist Melts Down. Okay. I'll send you the link so you can put it in the show notes. I'm going to put that in the show notes, everyone. So this week, when you go to look on under the show notes, you'll be able to click on that link that will take you directly to Physicist Meltdown. Yep. That's awesome. Pretty darn funny. Yeah. So now this quit the question for this week, and I want people to engage. Yes, please. Because, because if we not, know I, you love us. Yeah, a thousand and three. We're not downloads. scary. We don't bite. We hard. don't. Well, not much. Not hard. Maybe not hard. We don't. <laughs> we don't bite that hard. So I'll send you a we- picture of Oliver the cute dog. Yes. Yeah. There, there's an incentive for you. If you are, if you answer the question, send me your email address. I'll send you a picture of Oliver the cute dog. Yes. There we go. Happy dog. Yes. So this week's question, have you ever had to give a speech? That's, <laughs> that is, I um, have I ever had to give a speech? I don't think I ever have. No. I've um, given more than I can count. I might have. I don't know. I can't remember. I might have blocked it out using the alcohol. at me all the time. <gasps> I do not. There's a person that runs the house and it's not myself or cat. It's the dog. <laughs> and he definitely gives speeches. He definitely gives speeches all the time. He directs us uh, in bed and out of bed, that dog. So, mm-hmm. yes. So this week's actually, question... actually, I have videos of him telling off Paul. I should say I should put those up. <laughs> so have you ever had to give a speech? That is this week's question. You can email us directly at uh, Perpetual Motion Squad 00. That is the number after the after Perpetual Motion Squad 00 at gmail.com. And you can answer it directly on Spotify. But every listening platform that you actually listen to, you'll actually get to see the question at the bottom of your um your thing. Show notes. Show notes, yeah, so you can look for it. You so should do put we have an email any... in there too. Uh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, Just so they can it. copy paste it. Yeah, I can do that. So do we have any more fun facts or crazy credit? No fun facts, but if you're oh. following along, we had one lunch at Caltech and one snacks at home as they were watching the movie. Yep. And our uh, fun f- crazy credits this week. Yes, I can say. Chuck Lorre Productions number 282. We are often accused of using a laugh machine on the Big Bang Theory. Insert image of audience members here. This is our laugh machine. Aha! Uh-huh. I was always wondering whether they do, but I did. I did. No, they always that. filmed in front of a live audience. Oh, thank you. I was always going to say that, but I, I always remember um, those of us who are this old, who ever used to watch Happy Days. Yep. You always used to hear Happy Days is filmed before a live studio audience. Yep. Yep, you did. So that would be one of the things that I would I'd believe that they would actually always film it in front of a live studio audience. I'd love to have been there the very the the last one. Yeah. Well, actually, any episode to go and watch it, it would have been. Oh, I would have loved to have been part of the Big Bang Theory. Mm. 
Yeah. Just, just once, just once to be able to do that. Yeah. And so, second to that, I would give anything to have the cast members want to come and join us for an episode. Oh man. I mean, yeah, it would be wonderful. I mean, I, look, they don't know about us unless we reach out to them. You or know. unless we just get so popular, they can't help but hear about us. That's true. But I mean, we would have to reach out to like Mian Bialik. We'd actually have to re- reach out to her podcast. But then again, she's also re- you know, very, very busy doing her TV show as well. So, but, so f- but, but feel free to to put us on your socials and say how much you love listening to the podcast. Yeah, we'd love you to, to do that. But yes. So this week's question, have you ever had to give a speech? Come on, peoples. You have to. Start have you three- ever given a speech? Yeah, so you have to start being interactive with us. And no, next, they don't have to do anything. Stop being mean. And Wednesday, would you please tell me your real name? <laughs> because until the time that this podcast finishes, I'm just going to keep calling you Wednesday. Now, um, if, you just, if you just want to be called Wednesday, that's fine. I'm going to keep calling you Wednesday, no matter how many times. But you don't get cranky at our listeners, honey. We love our listeners. I am not. But thank you very much for everyone. A thousand and three downloads. That is absolutely spectacular. So we and really appreciate that. Our next episode next week yes. is going to be season three, episode 19, the Wheaton Recurrence. Oh, dun, boy. Dun, dun. Yep, I know that one. Now, yep. remember, at the end of this season, we're going to give you a bit of a, a little bit of a, well, a surprise announcement as to what we've been thinking of doing. So just uh, stay tuned for that one. Okay. I like how Kat sits there and goes, what are we talking about? I have you no know? idea what he's talking about, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Okay. I, we were talking about it to begin with ages ago, a little while ago. No, I didn't wonder. About I three ever... episodes ago. Eh, whatever. All right. Okay. So that is this episode. Thanks again for joining us. Um, we'd love it if you would help spread the word and tell your friends and leave us a review and a like on Apple Podcasts. So we'll see you next time. And until then, we'll catch up at the Cheesecake Factory. Bye, everyone. Penny, Leonard, would you be able to answer some questions I'm having about the events of last night? Sure. Question one, where are my pants? You might want to check YouTube. What do I search? It's already loaded, just hit play. people let's get down to the math it is only three-dimensional thinking that limits our imagination can i take my pants off over my head of course not my body's in the way but if we had access to higher dimensions we could move our pants around our bodies through the fourth dimension And our days of dropping trousers would be over. Oh, Lord. This couldn't be any more humiliating. Uh, Give it a minute. Now for the astronomers in the audience, get ready to see the dark side of the moon. And here's Uranus. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. And we are your Big Bang Theory fan. P- oh, damn it. Can we, we say that one again? Or we can leave that one in. Let, now, let, let's leave this in as a goof of an outtake. That is awesome. Try that one again. 
We're gonna start that. We this is we're gonna keep this one because that is a. I'll let you. I'll I'll let you add it as an extra bonus if you want. But I'm gonna leave a pause and do it properly. Uh, That was really good. We could keep that going. Well, we could have if I if we hadn't have had this entire conversation (laughs) afterward. (laughs) Okay, start it again. Music and mythology, Einstein and astrology, all started with the big. 